eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Free agency is almost here. I'm so grateful. When you're doing a podcast in the offseason, I love the NFL because there's there's no offseason. There's always something going on, news. It's almost like a reality show all the time. But it's kind of quiet when it comes to player moves, and I just want to hear some extensions next week. Where are the Bengals going with their roster? Really, where they're going to build it? And this will give us kind of a mindset for the NFL draft. What is going to happen next week? I don't know. We have to know. <laughs> I I had, I mean, we all probably had the idea, but I thought last year they are going to sign a bunch of offensive linemen. So I watched every offensive lineman free agent that was out there. And um, they did. But this year, I don't think they sign at more than one offensive lineman, at least not more than one starting offensive lineman. I know we had the question about the guard and the tackle. I don't think they do that. I think... I think you'll see one offensive line signing, one tight end signing, and Von Bell is back. And Eli Apple's back, um, probably on the cheap, because I don't know. I keep coming back to who who's going to pay him. because, And it's not an Eli Apple question of his play on the field. It's just his reputation. And it feels like Cincinnati by far values that guy more than anybody else. So... That's what I'm saying is Von Bell and Eli Apple back on defense. They sign one probably low-level offensive lineman and a starting caliber tight end. I'm going to throw this at you because we've talked about it before with the restructures. I'm not even talking about Joe Mixon when it comes to how that's going to turn out. Will they restructure? Will they move on? What's going to happen? Or will he make his fully guaranteed money this year? When you think of other contracts like the Trey Hendrickson, DJ Reader. You know, I guess you could even throw Mike Hilton in there too. Just some of the guys who have like two years left on their deal. Do you think it would be smart or do you see the front office thinking, yeah, you're probably going to add the Joe Burrow extension where it's not going to take a huge hit this year or next year. It's going to be a couple years down the road where it really starts to impact the roster. But do you think it would be smart? And if you were the GM or working in the front office at Duke Tobin, which one of those players would you restructure going into free agency? You, I think you restructure whoever you are most confident is going to be on the team. Um, so Trey Hendrickson makes a ton of sense. He's going to be here his whole deal. So 
restructure it. Sure. That's, that's, I guess, my thought. Mike Hilton probably here for those two years. So restructure it, push some money around. I don't know. I don't think they do either one, but that's a move you make if you really want to bring in the big piece, I think. If you want to bring in Javon Hargrave, you restructure a few deals, free up a little bit of money, have Joe Mixon take a pay cut, and then boom, that fits in a little bit better than it did before, even though it's like a $20 million cap hit or something. So that's when you would do it, but I don't think they will. Even though they, I think, you know, they, I think it's more likely they just spend more money than we expect in free agency than it is for them to make any restructures and those type of things, other than maybe Joe Mixon taking a pay cut, because that feels possible. I mean, anytime you hear about Duke Tobin talking about Joe Mixon, it's like, is he going to be on the team? I don't know. Is T going to be on the team? Yes. And I'm embarrassed that you're asking me this question. <laughs> but the Joe Mixon was like, yeah, maybe. Because you know how they work. Yeah. This Bengals front office, they're pretty, you know, pretty quiet. They don't, you know, they're not outspoken. They're not loud with any um, moves or anything like that. We only hear from them a couple of times a year. We hear from Mike Brown once a year, and it's right before the season starts. Uh, Duke Tobin, you hear from him at the Combine, and you'll hear for him right before the season starts. And that's it. Um, and then I, I want to say they do kind of a draft recap, but nothing crazy. You just don't hear from the front office. And that's totally fine. That's just how they work. But I was really surprised with those. And we, we talked about him last week when he when he said that about Joe Mixon. I think for the if I'm looking at the outlook of that position and, and just thinking about the smart move. Yeah, you have to restructure. You move on. There's no way that you can pay Joe Mixon that going into the season. And you know what? There are players on this roster that want to play in Cincinnati. One of the things with, with free agency, I hear, well, maybe guys will take less to come play with Joe Burrow. That all sounds fun. And I love that mindset of, you know what? Yeah, maybe they do just want to go win a ring. Or, you know, maybe they're getting close to their 30s. And they're like, you know what? I have one year left. I'm going to take a, a pay cut to go play in Cincinnati or even some of the guys internally. Um, we don't know. The NFL's hard. I feel like these guys are underpaid all the time. And they deserve to, to take home the bag. So I don't know if that's really what's going to work in this offseason when it comes to the free agents that maybe want to come to Cincinnati. But I do find that kind of intriguing when it comes to the outside free agents. Do they, do they want to take that pay cut to come play with Joe Burrow? Yeah. Uh, and that fits like, um, like a Melvin Ingram who's older and he's a few years beyond when he got mad at Pittsburgh for not starting him. So maybe he's, he won't be mad if somebody doesn't start him, you know, it, it doesn't Melvin Ingram just want to ring chase do one year. Does Justin Houston want to ring chase do one year, be a situational pass rusher. It'd be a great signing. That's the one. Those are the guys I keep. It's a lot of defensive linemen that I keep coming back to that are like, he's older. He might not even be that good. You know, age is always mysterious. Do they just fall off a cliff? But does he want to do one year with a really good shot at going to the Super Bowl? Because they went to the Super Bowl two years ago and last year they went to the AFC Championship game. Maybe he's the missing piece. They needed some pressure. And you look at that with Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston, Jason Pierre-Paul, um, Fletcher Cox on the inside would be an interesting one. And then uh, my very unrealistic dream of uh, Jason Kelsey wants to start to come back. Yeah, he wants to go back home, Cincinnati area, not to Cleveland, uh, even though he's from Cleveland Heights. You know, he loves the university more. He wants to eat Skyline. Uh, he said on his podcast he likes he likes Skyline. So uh, maybe we need to get some type of deal there to bring him here. You know, $15 million, one year, and lifetime Skyline. 
I mean, Skyline would make that happen. They're great people overall at Skyline. Yeah. So they, I mean, they just got, they got to. You think I, I'm the, the spokesperson of Skyline Chili. I think about that sometimes because, you know, we got Jeff Ruby out here who loves the Bengals and obviously Jeff Ruby's worth a lot of money. I think, you know, maybe you could throw some money at some of these extensions to the Bengals. Like, here you go. Here's some money. Uh, they're courting the free agents at Jeff Ruby at the precinct and then like, their state comes out with a, with a clean no I mean, bill, but, you know, like a check for $2 million if he signs. What if, you know, the players go to Jeff Ruby's or the precinct all the time after games. What if they told him, okay, part of your contract is free Jeff Ruby's for the rest of your time in Cincinnati. I mean, sign me up. It's expensive. Um, but sometimes I think about that. I'm like, you know what? You could always just kind of call your old friend Jeff to see if he wants to um, kind of be kind of be in on some of these contract extensions. But uh, but yeah, I think you, you maybe you do get some of those guys. Maybe it's the one year left, one year deal, or you know maybe it's a two year deal, a cheaper deal. I still don't know what they're gonna do with Hayden Hurst. He feels like we heard it all last season that he finally found his place in Cincinnati. Uh, you know, he felt wanted here and he, he obviously had that connection with Joe Burrow. I think about um, the I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up again. The touchdown drop in the AFC championship game. Um, when I had him as the first touchdown score, never gamble because that hurt me so much. Um, but yeah, I, I remember. I mean, it was right to him unfortunately, but, uh, but you know what? I'm not going to put that on Hayden because he had a really fun season in Cincinnati. And honestly, I really, I really was really surprised. I was surprised with the pick. I'm like, okay, Hayden Hurst. All right. That works. Bring it. And it wasn't the sexy one, right? Like people wanted OJ Howard really bad and some other guys. And then they go with Hayden Hurst. And I feel like people kind of went, Oh, okay. And, uh, it was a really good signing. I would feel more confident in him coming back. If every projection from these analysts, it wasn't like $10 million a year. Yeah, and he's another one that you have to wonder because he is getting older. Would he be one of those guys who looks at the opportunities? Because I know Cleveland is is another team. Because, like I said before, they have an interest in every free agent. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he plays for Cincinnati. Um, would he say, "I'll go one year to Cincinnati for this number," or it's two years, and you know, you spread the number out a little bit, or maybe there's some incentives in there from Cincinnati when it comes to that? Because I wonder what those numbers. Are being talked about behind the scenes you know what what are they going to decide what is what is fit for him and will he take less to stay in cincinnati when you have an opportunity i mean you, you come here this team was in the super bowl the year prior then they go to the afc championship game almost in the super bowl again to think i actually have a shot to get back to a super i have, to have a shot to get to the super bowl with this team you know what's that mindset for hayden hurst i'd real i'd be all in for bringing hayden hurst back but but if they do bring hayden hurst back would you see them getting a tight end at 28. Hayden Hurst coming back would make, to me, Michael Mayer a tiny bit redundant because they will be similar players probably at least early in Mayer's career. And does that open up the one that uh, said it's not going to happen, but does that open up a Darnell Washington who gives you a different skill set? So when you go 12 personnel, you've got your receiver and you got your extra offensive lineman level blocker. Does Is that what you're going for? If you have Hurst on a multiple-year deal, I think you could do that. If he's on a one-year deal, then you probably just want to go with whatever tight end you think ends up you know, being the most balanced, best player. But multiple years, and you give him multiple years to grow into a receiver, and he's fine as just being a very good blocker, that, that would be interesting. I think if you re-sign Hurst for like two, three years, and then you draft Arnold Washington, that becomes a really interesting tight end duo, and especially because – Boyd might not be here for a lot longer. Um, 
which I hate to think about, but uh, is definitely a possibility. Do you become a 12 personnel team? And then you have two guys with very different skill sets for that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You bring up Boyd, and that's been a topic of conversation when we heard all offseason about, oh, Bengals should trade T. Higgins, and, and people weren't bringing up Tyler enough. And I love Tyler on this team. And you need Tyler Boyd right now as your third receiver because your wide receiver room, you still need another body. I, I know Trent Irwin was okay last year. You have Trent Taylor out there and Stanley Morgan, our guy. But um, I, I want another wide receiver. Nothing too crazy. You're not going to spend top dollar because you have two extensions you're hopefully going to be working on with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. But this could be Tyler Boyd's last season in Cincinnati. And I think that's another thing that you have to look at this year. Will there be an opportunity? Would he be a guy who you think of? Um, I hate to say this, but as a trade piece for Cincinnati. Uh, I don't think they trade him because I think they they value what he still brings to this team this year. Something we and most people haven't talked about that much was Tyler Boyd was having a really nice game against the uh, Chiefs in the AFC Championship game before he got hurt. And it, mm -hmm. uh, it no excuses, never any excuses. It's just I do think that their offense would have played quite a bit better if he stayed healthy. And that was the one where Trent Irwin did a good job all season but in the most important game, kind of like when Christmas is like, he didn't step up and be that guy like he was when Jamar Chase was injured. And some of that might be a slot thing, but it was, it was just frustrating because Boyd was playing so well and you lose that. And now they're doubling T and they're doubling Chase. You need somebody to win and they weren't able to do it. Yeah, I think about that a lot because it felt like they started to roll. It was going to Tyler. And then when he was down, like you mentioned, they're doubling on your two best receivers and Tyler's gone. They didn't have a guy step up. And that's so unfortunate. So you have your three receivers. I, I still feel like three of the best in the NFL right now. But you do. I still look at the fourth receiver position going into the 2023 season and somewhere where you want to upgrade. So not a crazy Brandon Cook situation or you're trading for another big time receiver to put him on the books. But if you were to look around the league, you get a guy for one year deal. Are there any free agents where you're like, yeah, sign me up, bring that guy in. The first one to come to mind, I think it's because he got cut is if you can get Robbie Anderson, I don't remember his name anymore. Freedom chosen. Anderson. We can't do chosen. Chosen Anderson. Look, if he's willing to sign like a $2 million one-year deal and just like, I want to go play with Joe Burrow, sure, and be – he's fast still. I don't care if he's good. He's fast. <laughs> That's what they're missing, right? So you get the defense to maybe respect it a little bit. If they don't, Joe Burrow is very accurate deep down the field. I don't know. Like that's that's the one that came to mind for a free agent. In reality, I think it's a fifth or so round draft pick that might be end up being the fourth receiver this season. Hey, they're good at drafting receivers, so I trust them. If they get a guy in the fifth round and they end up working out, then I'm, then I'm all about it. I think you – so when I talk about the free agents wanting to come play with Joe Burrow, I think you should look at a lot of guys Joe Burrow gets paid. 
he could be getting Hayden Hurst paid this offseason. He got CJ Uzama paid the season prior to that. So just come here for one year. Joe Burrow is going to get you a check in, in year two, wherever you go. Maybe you're coming back to Cincinnati. Maybe you're going to play for another team. But um, I, I think that stuff is uh, for free agents to think about, like, hmm. Maybe I, maybe I do want to go play with him. Or you look at this defensive side of the ball. It's a legit defense. I, I still want that that huge playmaker on the defensive line to be able to get to the opposing quarterback, but it's still a legit defense and should be a legit defense going into this next year. Yeah, you're going to be without Jermaine Pratt probably. Yes, you're going to be without Jesse Bates, two of your best defensive players, but I still feel strong about it. So, yeah, I'm just ready for free agency to get here. Just get Me here. Too. Me too. Uh, and I hope it's quick. Like they sign a couple guys and honestly, that's like sign a couple guys and that's it. <laughs> yeah. It'll be crazy. They, they'll, they'll make moves tomorrow because we record on a Thursday and then like they'll announce a move tomorrow for an extension and we're going to be like, oh, thank you. We have three whole days until we can talk about that extension, which I'm fine with, you know, make it make it happen. But I kind of want that Tuesday news drop when everything is. You know, I like it when it's uh, Monday, the insiders are putting out all the tweets saying this, this guy is going to be signing with this team and they agree to terms and nothing's official for like 24 hours. And then all the teams announce it. So um, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to real, real big news when it comes to free agency. And we'll have all of that next week. I know you're going to be busy. Like I said, make sure you uh, go to all Bengals. You're going to have a great piece up there. Talk about it. Darnell Washington. I'm hoping it's up Friday. I'm hoping it's up, well, when you're listening to this, I'm hoping it's up then. I have not done the amount of work I wish I would have done by this point, but we'll see. I'll see if I can work some magic, get it up there. I hope so. Uh, If not, it'll be up Monday. So you'll have that to look forward to in the near future, if not right now when you are listening to it. And then we move on because I don't think I'm going to do another tight end article. Neither of the other later, like round two, round three type guys, they didn't grab me and really make me think like, oh, pass on tight end. You can get this guy. Uh, so we might move to a Kalijah Cansey article after that, or maybe I should finally write about these offensive tackles uh, one of these days. I will. You, you're even, here's the thing. You can talk people into things because you've done it before. So if you, if you write these pieces on the offensive line tackles and you put them out there, people will be like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I should have interest. Maybe the Bengals should get an offense tackle. That would be great if I was more into, if I had a guy that I was banging the table for, but since I really don't, I don't know. We should just make you do it on Twitter. Just one day, just tweet about this guy. And I want to see the reaction of people like believe that you really mean it. And you could just be joking. Be like, you know, I watched the tape. He's great. He's going to be great with his offensive line. And then the people will buy in. Uh, but no, make sure you check it out. Always great work over on his Twitter page, Bengals underscore Sands. And then you can follow along. Really great pieces to all Bengals. And make sure you're listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.